Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada, living in Mexico, and I teach the American accent here. Well, today I'm going to give you a couple of tips. If you're somebody who's interested in working on their accent, I'm going to give you a couple of tips just on how you can get the ball rolling. And if that ball is rolling, on how you can pick up the pace a little bit. You know, how you can just keep things moving forward. Because, because well, your accent comes down to muscle memory. So as an accent coach, I'm often asked by students questions like, how long is it going to take until I sound completely like an American? Or they'll ask, is it even possible? Is it possible to get a full American accent? I'll tell you the truth. I have yet to see somebody go from having a very thick accent to absolutely zero trace of an accent. I haven't seen that yet. However, what I do see regularly is students adapt essential English sounds to their speech to give them more of kind of a natural flow and ultimately just a, a clear and confident American sound in their speech. I, I got an exercise you can try with me here right now quickly. Let's try this together. Just a little muscle memory exercise. Really, I'm going to communicate to you here some instructions on how to move your muscles and you as my listener, you should really follow these movements. First, focus on the tip of your tongue. Notice where the tip of your tongue is and whatever it's touching. Maybe it's touching the backs of your teeth. Maybe it's touching the roof of your mouth. Maybe it's touching nothing at all. Maybe your tongue's just sitting there floating around. Well, now press the tip of your tongue to the backs of your front teeth and feel from front to back the roof of your mouth with the tip of your tongue. Notice the ridge of the hard palate, that little ridge there, as your tongue goes back to the soft palate in the back of the mouth, right back there. Okay, next, open your jaw. Open it wide. Now, notice how when you open your jaw, the tip of your tongue moves down with your jaw, unless you're forcing it to stay up. Which happens too if you're, you know, focusing on your tongue staying up. But if you don't focus, the tip of your tongue will just go down with your jaw naturally. That synchronized movement of your jaw and tongue is your muscle memory. When your jaw goes down, your tongue moves with it because, well, that's just how they naturally move together. So obtaining an accent of any sort comes down to your ability to recognize the movements of your mouth muscles when you're speaking and to manipulate these muscles just to make the sound that you prefer. Your language skills can seriously go as far as you're willing to take them. You probably can, you know, one day achieve a fluid and confident American accent if that's what your goal is. Your accent is really the one part of your speech that you can play with and it can be molded to your own desire. And so considering you'll be using English for the rest of your life, I mean, why not play with it? You know what I mean? So where do you start? Where do you start when you're learning an accent? Well, in my experience, I feel it's best to start with your stress 
of speech. I've mentioned that a few times in my previous episodes, your stress of speech. You may have noticed I've made a lot of episodes about the T sound, different T sounds, and those episodes have gotten a lot of attention and it seems a lot of good feedback because people seem to listen to those episodes all the way through, which shows me that you're learning something, that someone's learning something. Well, and just so you know, there is a reason I've made so many episodes about the letter T and how it's pronounced, and it's because while T is written all over the place in English, understanding when to stress it and when to make it soft or even silent will truly help you grasp, if anything, maybe vaguely, the American accent. And it'll really help you focus on what else you can achieve in the future. So my first tip for achieving an American accent is to listen for what sounds are stressed or stronger than others and what sounds are quicker and quieter. I even feel free to refer back to my episode number 38, The Flow of American Speech where I give some tips on the stressed and unstressed syllables. Start with the T sounds. Listen for those ones. And then keep on moving forward onto other sounds. I'll keep making episodes about other sounds, but I mean, if you want to go on ahead of me, Google it. You know, YouTube. I'll keep, I'll get stuff up there sooner or later, but I mean, hey, I'm, I'm a one-man show so far. I gotta, I gotta keep things going forward. And this takes time. This takes time. But anyway, first tip, pay close attention to stressed syllables and unstressed syllables. My second tip is to repeat things that you hear Americans say. When you hear a new idiomatic expression, if you aren't writing that down to look it up later... You're missing out on a great opportunity to be learning some new English. Because not only will you be learning something new, but you can then go ahead and practice this idiomatic expression. Now, I know you're thinking to yourself, what if I remembered it wrong? Or what if I can't say it clearly? Or what if it sounds funny? Well, I have a resource for you, my friend. Youglish.com youglish.com. I've mentioned this once or twice in the past, youglish.com. You see, the website youglish.com is a search engine for English phrases and English words. From youglish.com, you can select either an American accent, a British accent, or an Australian accent. Then you type your short phrases or individual words into the search bar. And you'll find thousands of examples of people using these words and expressions. If you listen to those people, listen to their flow of speech, stressed and unstressed syllables, and copy what they do, you will be surprised on how quickly your muscles adapt and develop to make a similar sound to what they're making. Seriously, this is how you learn to speak in the first place. Your muscles... Ever since you were born, your muscles have been adapting to the environment around them. Always learning new things. And they always will be. You can teach your muscles new things. You can teach your mouth muscles the muscle memory required if you want to 
And one way to do that is simply youglish.com. My third tip is to expand the media you expose yourself to. Music, podcasts, news outlets, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. There's so many free and paid resources to help expand your speaking capabilities. Here's a podcast here that I think these guys are doing a really great job at breaking down English concepts, making it really easy to understand, and very friendly people I was chatting with the other day, actually. Intrepid English is the name of this show, Intrepid English. Now, what is intrepid? Intrepid, I-N-T-R-E-P-I-D, intrepid. Intrepid means fearless. And adventurous. Fearless and adventurous. Intrepid English. I like the name because because the word intrepid is not widely known. And so as soon as you learn the name, you're kind of learning something new, right? That's a pretty cool podcast. You learn something right off the bat. So check that one out. Intrepid English. This podcast, they have a similar goal as mine. They help people better understand how they can improve their speaking abilities. And feel more confident in their spoken English. These guys are a British English podcast. Not American English. They don't teach the American accent. They're teaching British stuff. But their episodes are quick, very clear, and very informative. I've listened to a handful of their episodes. It sounds like they get uh, different teachers to go and do different episodes. You know, so they kind of get the whole team working in on it there, and it's a really cool concept. I bet that they can get their episodes in regularly at a good time. Not like me, because I got to do, I make all my own episodes, and then I edit my own episodes, and I write my own episodes. I love it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's just, hey, it takes a little time, twice a week, but, but hey, now we're at episode 48. Now we're at episode 48 because I'm doing this twice a week. So what am I complaining about? What am I complaining about? I mean, the numbers are going up. You know, the the results are coming in. The numbers are going up. Another suggestion I have of, you know, English media and some, some uh, listening material to listen to is simply music. Music. There's a lot of beautiful uh, English music out there. And I know how it is. I mean, I'm Canadian and I listen to mostly English music. But I do listen to a lot of Spanish music as well because it's good for sharpening your skills. I listen to the music, I look up the lyrics, and I sing along with the songs. Or at least I try to. Spanish songs are a little bit fast. But it keeps my skills moving forwards. Even if I don't practice Spanish that much in my daily life, at least I'll take a little time to listen to some Spanish music. Even if it's a song I've heard a thousand times, it doesn't hurt to sing along one more time. You learn new words, you learn new expressions, metaphors, all these incredible things. So, where to start with music? Honestly, I would suggest a classic song, Piano Man. Piano Man by Billy Joel. Why Piano Man? Well, it's a fun song. It's easy to remember. And it's, it's a classic American tune. It's a real common one. You'll hear it on the radio maybe sometimes. And it's a nice song. It really is. Piano Man. Look it up. Look it up. Look on YouTube for Piano Man with the lyrics. And, uh, you know, maybe write down 
some of the new words. If you see some words in Piano Man that are new to you, write them down. And then look them up. And then guess what? You've just learned a few new English words for free. And then every time you listen to Piano Man, you'll be practicing those new words. You know what I mean? And it's free. And it's easy. And it's entertaining. Another artist, uh, Elton John. There's a glottal T in there, isn't there? Elton. Elton John. I'm going to make another glottal T episode, by the way. I'm going to make a second glottal T episode in the days to come because I've got even more material for the glottal T. Some even better stuff. Blows the old stuff out of the water. This stuff is top notch and it's going to be 100% practicing the glottal T. But anyway, Elton John. Elton John is a great musician. He is British, but his songs are on the radio regularly in the United States. He's actually even on the radio here in Mexico, too, I notice. And they will be on the radio for many years to come. So, get to know these artists. Elton John, Billy Joel. Listen to them regularly, and you cannot go wrong. Well, hey, I'm not going to keep you all day now. I got to get going. I got things to do. You got things to do. I got I got lots to work on, folks. I got a lot of uh, good projects on the go. A blog. Starting a blog. I'm absolutely excited for that. I am working still piecing together a video course. This is coming. It's just there's a learning curve here, you know? There's a learning curve. What does that mean? You ever hear people say that? You know, there's a bit of a learning curve. Well, this is the rate of progress in gaining experience or a new skill. So when when you're learning new skills, there's a learning curve because you got to learn what to do. And I'm learning all new skills here. I'm I'm having fun learning these skills, but hey, they take a little time. So give me some patience, folks. I know you guys are patient. This is all free, literally free English classes. For everybody, all the time. Pretty cool. On demand. You can listen anytime. And uh, and I'm happy to help. I really am happy to help. And, and anyway, so video course is coming. Video course is coming indeed. And as a matter of fact, the first video course to come out will be all about the T stress. The stress of the T sound. And it's going to be free as well. I know, you guys are thinking, this guy's nuts, everything's free. But it is. It's going to be free. It's because I need people learning. You know, you guys got to learn. You guys got to know these things. I mean, things aren't going to be free forever. Hey, man's got to eat. You know, I got to pay the bills. But for now, give out a few freebies. If you're listening to this 10 years from now, then, well, you may have missed out on some of the freebies, but... uh I'll have some free courses out there. Anyway, let's consider again the stress of English. If you want to get an American accent, you got to be listening closely for how Americans are speaking and repeating what they're saying. Where can you do this? Well, you look to tip number two, uglish.com. Uglish.com, tip number two. Listen to a new phrase, write the new phrase down. Put it into Uglish. Put it into Uglish. And tip number three, do not limit 
where these new phrases are coming from. Don't say to yourself, well, my coworkers aren't American. I'm not talking to Americans. Or I'll hear people also say, well, my family, we don't speak English at home. That's true, but the internet is still out there. I mean, you're listening to me right now over the internet. And if you limit yourself to just me, or if you limit yourself to just a couple of small things a day, well, you know, you're learning, but at a slower pace. And if you want to step things up a notch, surround yourself with more English. Immerse yourself in English. Elton John, Intrepid English, Billy Joel. These are all on the same level in terms of how they can help your English. Well, it has been a pleasure to talk with you today. I'm uh, honored to have uh, had this opportunity. Enjoy your day. Uh, enjoy your time spent working or whatever you may be doing. Enjoy it. And, uh, well... I hope that you learned something here today. I hope that I inspired you a little bit. I hope that you can also take this inspiration that you got and do something about it. Right after this episode finishes, put on some Elton John. Put on the song Tiny Dancer by Elton John. It's good. It's a good song. And then Intrepid English. If, you know, you want to hear some uh, other English. And play around with it play around with it well it's been a pleasure chatting today enjoy your dinner your lunch your breakfast if you're getting ready for work in the morning don't forget to don't forget to eat a quick breakfast before you leave of course i always say enjoy your meals and i mean it enjoy them enjoy your meals breakfast is important you need a little gas in the engine, don't you? And you just, you know, have a quick little coffee for breakfast. It doesn't hit the spot. You know it doesn't. I've done it for years, for years. I just run out the door, grab a coffee on the way out, you know, maybe a piece of toast. It doesn't do it. You're not going to be running at full capacity. Put some premium gas in the engine, have a banana, you know, take a moment for yourself in the morning and enjoy your breakfast. Enjoy your day. And you'll have many more good things to hear from me in the days to come. Have a good one. Hey, Accent Learner. Thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience. First, you're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode, reach out to me, and if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally, and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English 
with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen. I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs>